Welcome to Nurses' Voices. In this third season, we're focusing on nurse-led solutions to the current nurses' human resource crisis in Canada. Our first guest is going to tell us about an innovative curriculum design that actively engaged healthcare partners to close the academic practice gap so that graduates were practice ready. Welcome, Sarah Langshire. Sarah is the Associate Dean, Nursing Programs, Georgian College in Barrie, Ontario. So Sarah, I'd love to know more about this curriculum design. And can you talk to us about what was the situation or the issue that you felt there was a need for everybody to come together and look at curriculum in a different way? As we know, there's a significant nursing crisis and a health human resource crisis. And what we were finding when students were required to leave their communities to get their nursing degree, anywhere between 40 and 60% of those students never returned to their communities to practice upon completion. And that's not good for our, for our local communities. So we're unbelievably proud to have now launched this standalone four-year nursing degree in our own local communities. We have two communities. We're in Simcoe as well as in Grey Bruce, so Barrie and in Owen Sound, meeting the needs of two very distinct communities. And what we're absolutely thrilled about is that we're really focusing this degree and this opportunity that these individuals that live in these communities can now obtain a four-year nursing degree in their communities, learning about and in the communities to see the depth and breadth of opportunities to provide nursing practice. And then upon completion of graduation, then we'll stay and practice in these communities and contribute to the health and wellness of the communities in which they actually live. And that's what we're unbelievably proud about. We're actually already starting to see the unbelievable engagement, as you can imagine, from our health agencies that are just thrilled about this opportunity to contribute to the education of our students who they see as their future employees. When we built the curriculum, we built it with our communities in mind. We actually invited a panel of chief nursing executives from a variety of healthcare agencies right across all the sectors public health, long-term care, community, acute care, hospice. And we asked them to come to speak to our faculty to say, talk to us about what is practice ready for you so that we can build the curriculum to meet your needs. So talk to us about best practices for patient care delivery. Talk to, to us about what you're doing in terms of really innovative models of care and scope of practice and collaborative practice. And also talk to us about the context of your practice settings right now. And how does that influence how we need to prepare your future nurses, our students, for the realities of practice? And I have to tell you, that is a place to start to build the curriculum. It was amazing. First of all, they were thrilled to be invited. Thank you so much for this opportunity. So that we've never had this happen before. So thank you for this opportunity just to kind of come and chat and contribute to this. And that really set the pace about how we continually engage our healthcare partners, our healthcare agencies, and our subject matter of experts that are in the field. And it is always about tell us what is practice ready. You tell us what practice ready is, and we'll build a curriculum that will hopefully get you there. So that was a great start. The other thing that we're now doing as we've built the curriculum is we're actually vetting it now back with our with our subject matter experts in the community. And one of the examples I'll give is for our initial course, it's you know health promotion, health wellness, social determinants of health. Again, the name of the the name of the course is. Under knowing and understanding your community. 
That's the name of the course. You were the course right then and there. And so I'll give full credit to faculty member Corinne Lalonde. So she took the curriculum and went to the public health partners in both our areas, Simcoe and Gray Bruce, and said, take a look at this. Does this work? What works really, really well? Have we hit the mark? Talk to us about what the, the needs are in these two distinct communities. Similarity, but distinct. What's great? What's missing? And any resources? And again, they were absolutely thrilled for the opportunity to, to contribute to the curriculum and gave us some really, really great feedback. So that gives us confidence that what we're teaching the students is really reflective of what the needs are in the communities in which they'll serve. And we're gonna plan on doing that for other areas where we have specialty areas, indigenous health, rural healthcare is very unique to our setting. And then of course, mental health and gerontology. So we're already starting to engage with our subject matter experts who are in the communities, serving these populations in the communities to vet that curriculum for us. So that gives us, again, that great confidence and already sets the tone in terms of what's important for the students to have. So those are just a couple of examples. And but the other one I'll also give is even in the area of scholarship and research, what we're really pleased about that we're actively engaged is, is applied research. Really look at what are some of those wicked problems that people are facing in their communities and how do we come together as partners to address those things from a research perspective. So we have the research capacity and expertise in terms of our faculty that are PhD prepared and master's prepared that have significant research expertise. And then our agency partners have the resources in terms of rich data and rich experiences. So, so again, great partnerships that actively help to address what we kind of refer to as some of those wicked problems that will help address some of the health and wellness needs in our community. As you can imagine, some smaller community hospitals in rural settings don't have research capacity. We have the research capacity and it really helps us to feel really strong and solid that we do know that we're addressing that academic practice gap. <laughs> We're feeling very, very confident that we're closing that gap. We're really closing that gap. And then with that, really making sure to the best of our abilities that our students will be practice ready and really fluent in what are the needs of the communities they're going to serve in the future. Maybe you could say another word about what you're hoping this is going to do around retaining nurses in the community. What we're really hoping to, to tap into is individuals that perhaps literally have always had a dream to become a registered nurse, but literally could not afford to leave their community for years. So I already live here. I'm embedded here. Perhaps my partner, my family is already here. Now I get to achieve that dream of becoming a registered nurse, getting a degree without, I'll say, the financial hardships of having to leave my community. And by giving them also the depth and breadth of lots of really innovative clinical placement partnerships, it also starts to give them the opportunity to see where they might actually see themselves practicing. You know, everywhere from, like you say, the typical acute care experience to the huge opportunities in terms of corrections, occupational health and safety. We got Bruce Power. So there's a lot of different areas to say like this, I can stay here. I can be a registered nurse and I can stay in my community and actually contribute to the health and wellness of our communities. And 
with our very first intake that we've seen for just this fall, when we looked at the demographics of where the students were coming from, over 90% of them came from those two catchment areas. So we caught who we wanted. And again, we'll, we'll make that assumption that they will then choose to stay where they already live. Sounds fantastic. I have to say a couple of just quick questions. I'm going to assume that going forward, you're going to also look at what happens to them. Do they stay in the community? Oh, yes. All, yes. All we will be following that very closely yeah. in terms of our overall metrics. Of course. What would you like our listeners or our viewers to take away? What we really found is when we reached out to our agency partners and our subject matter experts in the field, no one ever said no. When we asked, would you please look at this curriculum, they were all over it. And I think they really appreciated the opportunity to vet it, to, to validate it to some degree. And it didn't, so it doesn't require any additional work. But then the confidence that we get back that we know the curriculum's good. And to be perfectly honest, now there is that confidence in our agency partners that the curriculum is good because they've actually had their input into it. They know that we're in touch with what's happening with them. And that will be a continual process that we have. So I think I encourage anyone that's on this path, whether it's an established curriculum and you go through your quality improvement initiatives or for many that are launching new curriculums, don't underestimate the power of reaching out to those subject matter experts in the field because they're more than willing to provide input into that curriculum. And I think the return on investment is priceless. Thank you so much, Sarah. What a great way to start season three of Nurses Voices. Thank you so much for the opportunity. To find out more about the Georgian College Nursing Degree Program, go to georgiancollege.ca. You can watch any episode of Nurses Voices from our first two seasons on a variety of platforms, including YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to our channels to ensure you don't miss any of our new episodes, or go to our website, nursesvoices.ca, to sign up for our free newsletter. Nurses Voices is generously sponsored by Pfizer Canada. It is created by Donna Wheeler and produced by Sector Limited. It is supported by the Canadian Nurses Foundation and the Canadian Nurses Association. Thank you.